Good morning. This is John Holtzman, and welcome to the Patrick Henry Podcast, where we hold the failing Western elite's feet to the fire and look at the many mistakes they've made and their shock at being held accountable for them. And today we bid a fond farewell to Anthony Fauci, and I think you could almost make him into an ism ideologically. Fauciism, the idea that elites know best and that they have the right to impose failed authoritarian answers on the rest of us and then skate by as though there were no consequences for these actions. And Fauci, who was, of course, the highest paid civil servant in the United States, is the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, has one great Washington characteristic that I despised in my years of living there, which is however incompetent the decision maker, bureaucrat or technocrat, the one thing he is Machiavellian and brilliant at is covering himself from his many mistakes. As I've said before in terms of foreign policy, my St. Andrews graduate class in terms of creativity and understanding of international politics was far superior to anything I saw at the Council on Foreign Relations, where we had the same tired answers to the same tired questions. But the one thing they were all great about was evading responsibility for their stupidities in a Machiavellian way, the genius of survival. And Fauci fits into this pattern, having hogged the limelight for the last two to three years, having become almost a patron saint of the Wilsonian Democrats, and certainly a political operative rather than a scientist. He gave up any impartiality a long time ago. Fauci is hoping to slink away, hide behind his retirement, which is supposed to come up in December. And in doing so, he hopes to evade Republican oversight when they win one or both houses in the midterm elections. Uh, to quote Bob Dylan, you don't need a weatherman to know which way the wind's blowing. And now it's apparent to many who were moderates and went along with Fauci uh, with the love fest of the Democrats that he's been colossally wrong over and over again. And this isn't the story of Anthony Fauci or one man. This is what happens when you put the country's aspirations, dreams, and hopes in the hands of an unelected technocrat. And that's why this fits in the rubric of our Patrick Henry podcast, because this isn't some rogue guy. This is a symbol of what's wrong, what ails us in the West, a belief, an elitist belief, an anti-democratic belief in experts, even though they don't have the expertise to back up what they're saying. In other words, there's always been an elite in every society that's ever lived. The Russian Bolsheviks were an elite in their horrible society. The Jacobins in France were an elite under the murderous Robespierre and Saint-Just. The Athenians had an elite under Pericles and Themistocles, and the United States has an elite as well. Nobody's arguing that's good or bad. The word elite should not be used as disparagement. There always will be an elite, a smaller group of people who make the decisions for the rest of us. And in Republican government, that's the reason we don't vote in the Agora anymore. We don't have direct democracy, rather. We vote for our representatives who then are expected to make decisions. But there is accountability in that system. There is accountability in that system. The problem at present is that we have an elite, and often all elites to some extent at least are self-serving. They think themselves better than the rest of society in terms of economics and in social terms, certainly, and often in terms of education and class. And that's not common, just common to our elite. That's common to all elites. The basic question is, is the elite any good? Does it get anything done? 
In other words, the greatest generation of Americans, the generation of Franklin Roosevelt, Harry Truman, Dwight Eisenhower, and into Jack Kennedy, they saw us through the Great Depression and World War II. They accomplished something. They did something. It wasn't their title that mattered. It wasn't their PhD that mattered. It's what they did with their PhD that mattered. And that's how it ought to be. In a Republican system, you must be judged on your results. One assumes that they're experts all the way along the line. It's hard to think of a better educated group of people than the founders of the United States, than Alexander Hamilton, Thomas Jefferson, Benjamin Franklin, John Adams at all. But the reason that their, their genius mattered was that they put it to work for the American Republic, starting the greatest system ever devised. It's that second part that's the key. So that Fauci's the member of an elite doesn't bother me. The reason that elite credibility around the West has fallen, the reason that people no longer believe in experts, is because our self-serving, self-referential elite has been absolutely awful in my lifetime at managing issues. If you look at the great political risk issues that we've had to deal with, our elite is a miserable one and ought to be questioned every second because we don't care about the credentials. We care about what they actually accomplish or fail to accomplish. So forget that Anthony Fauci for a minute has become a water carrier for the Democratic Party, which is incredibly obvious. He attacks Ted Cruz, the senator from Texas, who was specifically picking on Fauci's call record, which he has every right to do as a senator. In fact, I want him to do as a senator to attack Fauci on the merits of his policymaking and says instead he ought to be put in jail for supporting the January 6th riots, which, of course, he hasn't done. In other words, he's copying Democratic talking points. There's no pretense anymore to argue the facts of what the man's job is, which is to be director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. That no longer matters. We have to divert attention and divert suspicion from his abysmal record running the country's health program, being the face of the response to COVID. And that's the rise of Fauci. He's been around forever. The man's been in a position of power since I was in high school, but he, he attained national prominence over COVID. So let's forget for a minute he's a water carrier for the Democrats, and let's focus on why this elite has been so awful, and they have the nerve to be annoyed the rest of us are holding their feet to the fire. Okay, first of all, Fauci, and, and forget again that he's a Democrat, card-carrying member of the Democratic Party and a shill for the Biden administration, and just look at his record. Again, let's do the most radical of things and be meritocratic, as the founders of America would have us do. Let's be meritocratic and look at the man's record. And I would say, and I guarantee you I will when they come into power, I would say the same thing about my own Republican Party. If we have a leader, a technocrat, with this much power, who does this badly, I will be after him. Because Fauci isn't a useful idiot, as Lenin would put it, He's a useless idiot. Now, I say these things and you say, how dare I? Here's why I dare to do so. One, here's Fauci's call record, just part of it. Fauci said initially COVID would not be a major threat to the United States. Obviously, abysmally wrong as a call. And he's on record. Please look at the tapes. Fauci said COVID is not a major threat to the United States. He ridiculed, secondly, any efforts to talk about 
the Great Barrington Declaration, which is an alternative view of what to do with COVID put forward by scientists who immediately he conspired with some of his buddies to say they were extremist. Again, don't attack them on the merits of their argument. Attack their motherhood. Attack their parenthood. Attack their antecedents. Not what they're saying, but who they are. And that's what this elite has done that is so wrong. No longer do we attack what anyone says. We attack who they are. That leads to a dialogue of the deaf. And that's what Fauci wants. He doesn't want you to look at the record. Because what the great Barrington Declaration said that was so radical and fringe and extremist then is now seen after the pandemic as the way things ought to be. And this is exactly what we ought to look at, meaning... The Great Barrington Declaration said, rather than locking down the whole of society, which will lead to all kinds of other unintended consequences, economic consequences, social consequences, uh, teenagers and educational consequences, the rise of abuse, the rise of drug and alcohol addiction, the rise of domestic violence, all these things were predictable and were mentioned in the Great Barrington Declaration, that you have to balance risks and that you balance the risks of the major pandemic coming forward by shielding and protecting the most vulnerable, who overwhelmingly in COVID now, again, everyone believes this now, were the elderly. This is a disease that specifically killed the elderly and almost no one else. And rather than focus on the elderly, instead, he, they said, for all these reasons, Fauci said, they're fringe extremist nuts and we should lock down everyone for as long as possible. Damn their civil rights. To the point that Fauci said at one point, straightforwardly, I think we're going to have to, in America, revisit a look at civil liberties because this idea of individual freedom runs straight into the wall of public health. So he wants to establish some sort of pu public health dictatorship where a group of unelected experts, not responsible directly to the people, decide that they radically change our life as COVID did. In my case, to protect everyone, I lost several million dollars in business. Nobody asked me about this. Nobody asked me to vote on this in any way, which is shameful for the American elite. I was not asked to vote on the loss of several million dollars in revenue. Instead, it was unilaterally imposed on me legally that I had to do what the American health elite want me to do, which is hunker down, even though there was an alternative in the Great Barrington Declaration to shield the particularly vulnerable, to move to protect and support them economically, socially, and medically in order to avoid locking down the whole of society, which would have deleterious and unthought of consequences across the board economically, socially, and particularly with our young, who have been hard done by, who now are uneducated, isolated, worried rightly about their future, and everybody's acting like this is okay. And in fact, Fauci was for still locking down people long after it became clear that the horse had left the stable. So he ridicules the Great Barrington Declaration and a more moderate approach by calling it extremist. And now everyone, the common sense view, is his view was absolutely wrong and the Great Barrington Declaration was on the money. Uh, privately, number three, he doubted the efficacy of masks, though publicly he said we had to wear one. So children could, in effect, work through a snorkel. I've been on many long-distance flights now wearing a mask. The idea that you could learn and think coherently in one is a joke. I imagine my attention span after the 1,200 articles and 15 books is greater than that of a kindergartner, and I guarantee you I couldn't think straight, and neither can they. So anybody who thinks 
that the kids are all right is kidding themselves. Fauci knew this to be nonsense, knew this to be dinner theater for grandma, and went ahead and did it anyway. Fourth, he exaggerated where herd immunity had to be. He's gone on record again. He's nothing. I mean, I don't know whether to admire him or be horrified by him. He's gone on record as saying that he thought herd immunity was somewhere in the 60 to 70 percent range. And then he lied on TV and said, well, I'll nudge it up and say it's 80 to 90 percent. He's just making up numbers as he goes to suits his authoritarian view, his doctor issue, better to be on the safe side and run more tests, not seeing that being on the, quote, safe side was ruining our economy and ruining our society. But he decided that in his health dictatorship, he had the right to lie to the American people outright about the science, which he was always talking about as following the science. And then he utterly ignored the science. Um, the basic problem with this is, as I put a fifth point, the lack of an FDR, that the Democrats slavishly followed the elite technocrats. Franklin Roosevelt would never have done this, our greatest president of the 20th century. Certainly not of my political view, but one cannot doubt Roosevelt's greatness and the fact that he deserves to be in the pantheon, along with Lincoln and Washington, as our greatest presidents. And what FDR would have done to someone like Fauci and what he did was to experts, if he had been in charge of COVID, is he would have had in the health experts and they all would have thought what a fine fellow he was and how he was listening to them. And then he would have brought in the Great Declaration guys with a different view. And then he would have brought in the educators about how this would affect education. And then he would have brought in social workers to talk about how this would affect suicide rates, drug rates, abuse rates, etc. And once he had this holistic picture of what COVID would do to a society, and once he charmed each of these groups into thinking that he would do what that specific group would, he would then holistically come up with something that suited none of them, using them as colors to paint. Other words, you don't just take the health aspects of the pandemic, you take the totality of the pandemic. And Fauci made one major aspect of COVID, the health aspect, all the aspects of COVID, and that's precisely why we're in the difficulties we're in. And this is absolutely went, went, went wrong. And then sixth, and, and perhaps even most important, though the other ones are damning and he ought to be fired and out in his ear for these points alone, it's very clear now that, that for 20 years before it happened, Fauci championed gain-of-function research, the idea that you splice diseases and then thereby making them worse to study them. And this was decided in the United States to be too dangerous and was eventually outlawed, despite Fauci saying, wrong always, the man is the Paul Krugman of national health, the Yasser Arafat of political risk. If he told me to go up, I'd go down. If he told me to go left, I'd go right. And he, in effect, funded gain-of-function research in China. And Senator Rand Paul has held him to this expertly, nothing like a doctor confronting a doctor, and has warned him that he lied under oath. And Fauci said, no, 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 no. In the National Institutes of Health, we went up and down the chain. And what we did in China was not gain-of-function research, when every independent scientist has said it was. This is now getting Orwellian. Fauci has, gone on, has been caught lying, as my grandmother would put it. It's not a misstatement. It is a lie. It is a willful misrepresentation, which is the definition of what the word lie is. And Fauci was caught by Rand Paul lying, saying the U.S. and Fauci, and this is an incredible thought, talk about Dr. Frankenstein creating a monster, that he has funded gain-of-function research in China. Why in China? Because he couldn't do it in the United States.
and he wanted to see what would happen. And so we funded other labs neatly getting around the law. And then secondly, has got lackeys within the National Institute of Health, again, unelected technocrats to back him up, to get him out of a perjury charge and sit with Rand Paul and say, actually, what is gain of function is not gain of function, when independent scientists who actually follow the data have overwhelmingly said the funding of what the National Institutes for Health and the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases did is indeed gain of function research. So yes, you got it right. He first covered it up, Dr. Fauci, his funding of the Wuhan lab, which could well be where COVID began. So the man charged with protecting the United States from COVID may have indirectly helped create COVID. He could indeed be Dr. Frankenstein, and he doesn't want anyone to know that he's created the monster. And worse, he then becomes Orwellian trying to get out of a perjury trap, says Rand Paul doesn't know what he's talking about when he indeed does know what he's talking about, and there is no doubt at all that the United States, under the championship of Fauci, who's been a gain-of-function champion for a generation, funded gain-of-function research in China to get around it not being funded in America, and then he pretended it wasn't gain-of-function. He can be as Orwellian as he wants. Like Stalin, he could try to airbrush Trotsky out of those Civil War pictures where Trotsky was sitting next to Lenin, but the truth has a way of coming out. As Ronald Reagan said, facts are stubborn things, and they will come out. And so he funded the very lab that may have propagated the COVID virus in the first place. So let's sum up his record, his call record, and forget that he's a Democrat or a Republican. And rest assured, I will hold the technocratic elite to the fire when the Republicans are in charge as well. But we are not doing our job to see this guy, and somehow the Democrats think he's a secular saint when what he is what Fauchism is, is everything all of us ought to be against and explains why the elite of the West is so discredited by everybody, by everyone. And the reason it's discredited is it's not a very good elite. Not that we have one, but that it's so abysmally poor at his job. Let's look at what Fauci's done one last time. One, he said COVID was not a major threat. Wrong. Two, he said he attacked the Great Barrington Declaration and said we have to have authoritarian, I know better, draconian lockdowns, regardless of the social and economic cost. Three, he privately doubted the efficacy of masks while saying publicly how vital they were. Four, he is a symbol of myopic policymaking where we, made, we went for a public health dictatorship at the expense of the economic, social, educational costs that we're now all bearing rather than sheltering the elderly who are the primary uh, danger group for COVID. Five, he lied about herd immunity. And sixth, and perhaps most important, he went ahead and funded dangerous gain-of-function research in China because he couldn't do it in America, tried to cover it up, lied about it being gain-of-function, pressured some of his lackeys into saying it wasn't gain-of-function when it was. If anyone does this, does anyone wonder why the elite that I go to parties with, why I go to my Aspen event or the Council on Foreign Relations event, and they're genuinely angry and, and aggrieved that they aren't respected? The reason the greatest generation elite, Eisenhower, FDR, Truman, Kennedy, were respected was they didn't just talk the talk, 
they walk the walk. If you contribute to the winning of World War II, the saving of the world from the dark night of fascism and saving the country from the dread scourge of the depression, if you do all this, then you're an elite that is respected. On the other hand, however many degrees, and I have them all, however many degrees you have, if you fail at policymaking and then have the effrontery to still, still say, as Fauci does, I know best, the rest of us in a republic ought to come after you because there must be more accountability with our elite or our representative system itself is in peril. Dr. Fauci, having hogged the limelight for the last few years, thinks he can slink away, can walk between the raindrops and have no accountability. Here's hoping the Republicans, when they regain one or both houses after the midterm elections, come, out, come after him with every single subpoena they can. As Rand Paul said recently to the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, you protect every single document right now that Fauci was involved with because we are going to thoroughly investigate this disaster, this disaster of a policymaker who must, if representative government is to mean anything, we must hold our elite accountable when they do well and when they do badly. Or we live in a world of Fauchism. We live in a disconnect where unelected morons with a call record worse than an ape score could get you run things, walk between the raindrops, and devastate society. Surely, if America is to be the last best hope of Earth, as Lincoln said, surely we have to do better. And here is my small contribution to doing that. Thanks very much. Hope you enjoyed this. Please do subscribe and please know we will continue to hold the elite's feet to the fire regardless of party because what we care about is the republic above everything. Thanks very much.